재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas and it's time for our weekly snoop into the lives of our two intercultural married couples that we've been tracking. Like a nosy in-law, we're here to ask questions, poke around, and just generally find out what it's like to marry into another culture from both the Korean perspective and the non-Korean perspective. Our couples are a Korean wife and a Danish husband by the name of Yumin and Emil Bredal-Lausen. Did I, did I come close? It was perfect. <laughs> My Danish is improving by the week. Yes. A Korean husband, kind of the mirror opposite, a Korean husband and an Australian wife, Sun Hong or Hugh, and Nicola Kwon. Kwon. Welcome, guys. Nice to see you again. Yeah, nice to see Thank you. you. Thank you. We call you our global family. That's the nature of this segment. You feel like a global family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your units at home, you're your, your, uh, building this global family. Um, and you started by, of course, getting married. So what we're going to do today is talk about how that all kind of uh, came together. We talked last time about how you met, how you made your move, whoever made it, the man or the woman. When it got down to the big question, how did you approach that? Who should I pick out first? I think... Hugh slash Sun Hong, Sun Hong is the um, shy guy in the group. Why don't we start with him? Did you pop the question to Nicola? Yes, uh, I asked Nicola first. It, yeah, well, like we sort of had a lot of discussions about it first, so it wasn't like a surprise proposal. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like down on one knee, bouquet of flowers. <laughs> you like, gasped. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. Actually. Like a Bridget Jones movie or something like that. <laughs> no, not really, but I prepared like candles and like you know, like really beautiful flowers yeah. <laughs> and ring. And then I prepare everything with my sister and my oh, yeah? sisters know. And like we prepare, and then uh, she came over, and then I say like, "Will you marry me?" And she say, "Yes." And we, she cried. And <laughs> that's lovely. So when you walked in and you saw all the candles and stuff. Maybe you had a clue what was coming, right? Well, I we already knew we were going to get married. We already asked permission for his parents and everything. Because when you're an international couple, you have to have these discussions. You know, where are we going to live? What are we going to do? So it wasn't a surprise like that. But the funny thing was he was doing it at a friend's apartment where he's setting up all these candles in a big love, like, uh, you know, heart shape and that. But the fire alarm was going off, and so I was waiting in the car with because of the candles. No, with his sister's boyfriend, and they're trying to stop this fire alarm. And I knew, like, I was waiting there for like two hours, knowing that there was something that uh-huh. was about to happen. But they were having all these problems setting it up. Uh-huh. So Yumin and Emil, Emil, did you uh, pull out all the stops like you did, like uh, Sun Hong did? So uh, in Denmark, we don't really have this uh, culture of proposing. Ah, really? So I was very bewildered, but um, we came up on the balcony in the parents' house, and I fell on my knees, and I said, please marry <laughs> me. <laughs> and it was snowing, and it was cold, but... You mean, was it like that? Was it kind of like, please marry me? Oh, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, will you marry me? He said, please marry me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the only unmarried guy in the room. Uh, I, I always make these assumptions, though, that the Western culture um, really builds up the moment of proposal as this big thing. So many movies are put out and so many dramas. Um, I don't want to make generaliz- generalizations about the Korean culture, 
But is it a big deal in Korean culture, the, the moment of proposal? I always figured in Asian cultures it was a little bit more, uh, we kind of know we're getting married, and it's more of a long-range discussion than a, a, a popping the question moment. Am I right about that, Yumin? I think, I don't know about uh, guys, but for women, I think they expect to have a very special, special moment. So Korean women expect that. They expect some big sort of ceremonial type moment. I think so. Yeah, yeah the event. <laughs> so, yeah. The event of yes, being asked. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you had a banner, like with our faces on it. Yeah. <laughs> what did it say? Hopefully it wasn't on fire because the alarm was going. Uh, I said, like, I love you, so will you marry me or something? A little simple, yeah. but, like... Oh, I, you had a slideshow as well. Yeah, slideshow. <laughs> this PowerPoint presentation <laughs> will illustrate why, in ten reasons, why you should marry him. But so, you, yeah, you were you prepared. Cried. You cried. She cried. She cried? Yeah. Was it yes right away, Nicola? We already knew we were getting married anyway, so <laughs> there was no hesitation. No hesitation. Yes. There was some build-up, and Hugh really pulled it off with banners and visual aids. <laughs> Emil, uh, was it yes right away to you? It was a uh, it was a yes, but it came after a bit. But it was a, a sure yes. I had no idea that Denmark was so low key about proposals. Oh, usually it's more like you know, let's go to a restaurant, let's drink some wine, let's listen to some jazz music, and and then somewhere in there I'll just mention that we should get married. And then you know you kind of like oh do you want to marry? And then let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I always thought it was some big deal. Um, so, you men, was it yes right away? Uh, actually, already I knew that I wanted to get married, uh, Emil, but. Um, when he said, will you marry me, um, please marry me, suddenly all the good memories, you know, <laughs> popped into yeah. my head and I started to cry and I was just crying and crying. And Tears <laughs> on, for, from both of the women. That, that crosses cultures. <laughs> yeah. Do most women cry when they, they get, get a proposal? I Hope, guess hopefully it's a good it's cry. It's a good cry, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting to hear. So, yeah, you had a resurgence of good memories. Was it mm-hmm. like uh, Emil described? Were you out, like, having jazz and, you know, listening to, uh, <laughs> drinking some wine in a restaurant? Or? No, it was uh, my parents' house up, uh, up on the balcony, and it already snowed. So it was very cold <laughs> on the floor, the winter snow. So... Actually, I really had to say yes, you know, as quickly as possible. <laughs> to get inside. <laughs> Good strategy. <laughs> I had it planned out. Yeah. It was really romantic. Uh, really? It was so romantic, even though, you know, there was nothing. But <laughs> Was it hygelic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of huga in your wedding proposal. Huga, the Danish word for uh, whatever, comfort. Yes. <laughs> um, Quite Again, I don't want to make generalizations, but I think in many cases, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the woman is kind of kind of tapping her foot and going, okay, when's the proposal going to come? Uh, I think that sometimes is the case in, in Korea more often, right? Mm-hmm. And then the man finally comes around. And it's like, okay, it's about time. Yeah. Was, it, was it that way with Emil? Did he drag his feet at all? Um, actually, everything was very good. Yeah. <laughs> he planned before but actually he want, he was going to propose me like a uh, like a um like a two days uh-huh. after but he did it two days earlier but, you know uh, because he just you know followed his feeling like I see. okay you this saw is the, the moment, moment and you chased it 
So I got so excited <laughs> one night, and I just felt like I had to do it right now because I really never had this idea of what is it supposed to be about this ceremony, this thing where I propose. So I didn't know what it meant. So for me, it, I, I didn't have any clue because in my parents, with my parents, my friends, no one ever proposed. I never actually been to a wedding in Denmark. I really? was I never had any friends, family members that had a marriage party in Denmark until I came to Korea. Wow. So I didn't, you know, I So did you did you ask like married friends like how do I go about this? No, I just kind of like you just kind of felt it I out. I should do it. <laughs> <laughs> was there a ring in both cases? Did, like at that moment of proposal you had a ring? Is that that that's universal, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. So I we already knew that we are getting married but I just want to make something special for the moment, but because it's once in their lifetime, right? Sure. So I wanted to make something special, so I prepared and I just pretend that I'm not doing anything. So I ask my sister to do everything. So they prepare everything. Oh wow! Yeah, and then like at the end, they yeah, it was pretty good, and I think she's satisfied. <laughs> can, can, I, you, can you can, confirm or deny this, well, Can I just mention one cultural difference? Is that in Western culture, you would just be alone. There wouldn't be as much family involved yeah. in the proposal. So after the proposal and that, they turned the lights on and then they had fried chicken. We ate fried chicken on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a cultural shock to me at the time. Like yeah. Now I'd have no problem with it. At that time, I was like, but this was my big proposal and yeah. now I've got to eat fried chicken on the floor. With your sister and her boyfriend as well. <laughs> Welcome to the family, right? <laughs> Here's the chicken. Um, yeah, so uh, that's an interesting thing. That shows a lot of confidence that you're going to say yes, right? Mm. Um, to have the whole family kind of in standby. What, what an awkward situation it would have been <laughs> if you'd have had doubts. But, of course, by then you, you'd resolved all of that. Um, with the family members, Emil, you were in Denmark, so uh, the family, your family members, were kind of in the wings as well, right? Yes, I'm. Of course, they were. They were kind of shocked when they heard the first time. Are you getting married? What's happening? Yeah. And I, you know, they could see how much it meant to me and how much it meant for um for us, human and I, and and they they accepted it and understood it, and they they have you know it's been hard, but for them to understand and accept it, but I think they are they finally got there. So nowhere near the level of family conspiracy, uh, in, as in the Kwan family with the sister in the background setting up the, the banner and the slideshows. And no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. It was very low-key, very like, you know, just no one really knew what, what it meant. Just came along yes. spontaneously. So let's get into the, the family thing. Um, obviously, by the time the proposal rolled around, you guys had met each other's prospective in-laws, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess did it did it change anything in terms of um, how those people reacted to you, how the fa- the in laws dealt with you, from not being engaged to being engaged? Does something happen? Um, I think for us, like the first time I met Hugh's parents, Sun Hong's parents, was that they knew that we were, wanted to get married anyway. And the first time my parents met him, they told me like, oh, Nicola, this is the best guy you've ever dated. He's wonderful. So I think even from the first moment they met him, they knew this was probably going to be like the long term thing. So it was much more of a, just a natural progression. So even before the engagement, like he was already welcomed into the family. Hmm. In a Korean context, uh, and I don't want to speak out of turn. Again, I'm not. I'm not married, but um, it seems that there's a little bit more of uh, an obligation, shall we say, on the 
the bride entering the Korean family, then on, say, Yumin entering a Danish family. Is that, uh, is that an overgeneralization or is there some truth to that? No, I think because in Korea you really marry into the family if you're the woman. So there is that responsibility of becoming the daughter-in-law and helping the family in certain sure. ways. Even the word, what is it? Is it shinip? Shinipaba or something like that, the, the word to marry, maybe the PD knows. Uh, Shijipkada. It's like going into a new, whole new family. You're yes. becoming part of that family, the yes. groom's family in a way. Yeah. Anything like that remotely in terms of entering Emil's Danish family, you mean? Or was it totally casual? I was totally casual. Totally casual. <laughs> I call them like my, my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, I mean, they treat me like their daughter and, um, you know, I, I felt so comfortable you know, being around them, and I felt so welcomed. So anything you know, like that yeah. happened. That's yeah. really nice. What, um, well, uh, what are the in-laws like? I know it's a sensitive question, but uh, do you get along well with your Korean in-laws, Nicola? Yeah, my in-laws are really, really lovely. I'm so lucky <laughs> I married into this family because you do hear some stories from yeah. other women that have married into Korean families. I mean, families. it's one of the famous jokes that, you know, you don't get, in, get along with your in-laws. Yeah, so even and in Korea. this idea of the Korean mother-in-law being right. a very scary woman. But no, my mother-in-law is absolutely lovely. She's always on my side. So when we were living with them, because we lived with them for two years and Hugh would come home drunk or, you know, hung over <laughs> next morning, we would both be standing over him, scolding him. She was always on my side. Yeah, yeah. Going to have a multicultural troop of women uh, scolding you when you go out on those huishiks. Uh, How about your Aussie in-laws? Uh, you get along well with them? Yeah, um, they want me to call them like their name, but like it's really hard to call their name. Sure. Because it's like rude in my culture. Sure. So I had to hesitate every time they ca I call their name. So I just call them like mom and dad instead that's nice yeah but still like it's still really be hard to call them like mom and dad my yeah. dad uh, and my grandmother they never addressed each other i mean they talked to each other all the time she lived in our house but dad would never like use a name or a title he'd like stand there and go uh uh, mm, uh <laughs> wait until she got her attention he never used a title or a name in like 20 years that uh, my grandmother lived with us emil what was it like uh, getting in, being the new uh, family member in the Yumin family? So uh, we also lived together for almost four years mm. in the house. So I feel it's been so comfortable. We, 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 of course, had cultural differences, such as like, I like hugging and dancing around. And, and it's, it's not as common in, 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 in Korean for elderly people. Sure. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, we, we try to understand each other. I learned so much about Korean culture during my four years and and we go to art museums together with my mother-in-law and you know this I, I love them so much and they respect me and and I speak Korean as well so it, it has been much easier sure. for me to to get in very fast language wise Nicola did you uh, have some issues at first oh I still have issues also because they have Saturi which is dialect ah. very 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 strong dialect uh, so I can only have very basic conversations with my in-laws because I translate the dialect to standard Korean and then to English in my head for everything they say Hugh can probably give an example of, of the type of dialect it is can you do Saturi like your parents oh. give me like a, a sample sentence <laughs> what was that? Did you, did you eating, eat pop? Yeah. Did you have pop? What, where is that from? 
어, 경상남도. 경상남도. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You mean, uh, great that you had sort of the, the linguistic affinity. I heard um, Emil talk about his physical affection. That can be a little weird uh, at first. Because uh, Koreans, I remember years ago, we went and we interviewed Kim Dae-jung years and years ago. And he said in the interview, my wife and I, uh, we're Koreans, so we don't hug. But when I won the Nobel Prize, I said, I have to hug. <laughs> you know, I have to hug you. It took a Nobel Prize to get them, the couple to hug each other, you know. So Koreans are a little less physical, physically affectionate, perhaps. Yeah. But actually, my father and my, my mom and dad, actually, they uh, hug each other very often in yeah. front of us. But um, when Emil wanted to hug them, uh, <laughs> of course, my mom, she was, you know, Pretty, pretty okay with that, yeah. but my father, he suddenly, you know, felt so awkward and yeah. he couldn't smile at all, and he was like, "Oh." It's the same <laughs> but, with my father-in-law. I can't <laughs> hug him. He's just like. Oh. <laughs> has that? Uh, has he evolved? Your, your, have your parents evolved vis-a-vis Emil's hugs? So now, actually, he, you can see he's enjoying it. Yeah. And so every morning, you know, every morning he. Emil went to my father and kissed him and helped <laughs> 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 help him up. And <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, uh, that's a definite evolution of, uh, of, of habits and uh, comfort zones, personal space. Koreans and I think Danish people and Americans have a very different... Uh, I don't do that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried to hug me yet. And uh, what's wrong with me, Amy? Jeez. Um, so... That's the proposal. That's meeting the the parents, and you guys have uh, made it through that. And then we get down to D Day, sort of the actual ceremony of the wedding. Did you guys have multiple ceremonies, like one over in Australia, one in Korea, so yeah, on? We had three. We had three. our office registry wedding, which was still very nice. That was for visa purposes, as many international couples know. Uh, then we had our Australian wedding in the Australian countryside, and then we had our traditional Korean wedding. Okay. Wow. And the Emil family, how many weddings? Uh, we did two. Two. One in Denmark, one here? Only two. <laughs> <laughs> Only two? Come on. No, but it, one in Europe, one yeah, here. Yeah, we had one in, in Myeongdong, and then we had one in Denmark. Wow. Yeah. Same way in both places, or did you do one traditional and one Western? Uh, in Korea, we did it pretty much like you know, other couples. And in Denmark, we threw a cake party. A cake party. <laughs> homemade cake party. So everyone has to bring one homemade cake. Oh, wow. Is that what Danish people do? No, it's not a cultural thing. It's just a, a family thing. Yeah. We have, my mom and dad have a house in, in the forest. Yeah. And they invited 40 people and each person brought, brought a, a cake. Uh, brought a cake. And <laughs> yeah. 40 cakes. So you just ate cakes for two, three hours. And yeah. we had a big tent and dancing. And my cousin is a jazz musician. So he came and played. And cool. We danced and and so on and hugged and hugs, of course. It's a Lausen wedding. You're not going to get away from hugs. Um, Is there anything in particular about a Danish wedding that I should know? Is there any little thing they do? Or so we do have those old churches, the Lutheran, very old, beautiful churches, and then we have where I'm from. We do the more relaxed, just meeting in a forest. So there's not really. I never grew up with a specific tradition. Yeah. So it's really hard for me generally to answer this question. Okay. Lots of cake, though. Lots of partying and cake. Um, did you do one of, in one of your three weddings, did you do the full-on walk down the aisle kind of thing? Yes, our Australian wedding. The Australian wedding. Very traditional like that. Was that the first chronologically of the three? That was the middle after the office registry <laughs> wedding. <I see. laughs> 
I tend to equate an Australian wedding with, say, a North American wedding. Is there anything in particular an Australian wedding has about it? I think it's it's very similar to American weddings as yeah. well. Yeah. And then you did a traditional one. Did I hear that right? Yes, the traditional Korean one in Korea. And you're, I, uh, again, are you kneeling across from each other? Is that how it works? Or are you? Yes, and we were carried in on the garments as well. Uh-huh. And um, Hugh has a story about his friends had to carry him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then my friends were complaining that I, I was so fat. I was too heavy. <laughs> and yep. they keep calling me like, pig, you lose weight. You're too <laughs> To fat like, and they were complaining all the way <laughs> on his wedding day. What a nice thing to say on your wedding! It's only downhill from here after the wedding day, isn't it? Yeah, it was really hard. But like in the wedding, actually, my pants pulled down. <laughs> that was the other thing that happened. Well, this is the Korean traditional wedding. Your yes. pants came down. Yeah, in Korean we- traditional wedding. Didn't you have some kind of robe to kind of cover that up, though? Oh, uh, but I had a uh, another pants in the. Inside, so okay. it was okay, but it was quite funny. So everyone laughed at me, and <laughs> my relatives and my friends they all laughed at me. Yeah, but it was okay, it was a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here in Korea, Emil and Yumin, um, forgive me, did you? I get confused sometimes. Did you guys have a traditional wedding here in Korea, or did you do a sort we of only did Pebek after? Pebek. For somebody just landing in Korea, uh, Pebek is what? It's sort of like a separate family gathering kind of thing. It's like the room you gather before the wedding, right? Um, it's like a, a bride. Uh, they prepare a special yeah. food for the first time Yes. Uh, for um, her parents-in-law-to-be. Oh, really? Yeah. So they bow down and they say some things. Uh, blessings to uh, the newlyweds. Hmm. Yeah. I've never witnessed that personally. And then actually, they throw like a ma- um, nuts. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah. Nuts. you've got to catch them. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Um, here in Korea, weddings are very efficient. Um, they're almost like they can turn and burn them in like an hour or yes. two in these wedding halls. Was yours a, a relatively rapid wedding, or thankfully, um, the wedding after. Us actually, it was cancelled. Ah, so we can we could use from two thirty till spill six thirty. Into their time, so people could just you know hang out. Mm-hmm. So it was very. And nice. uh, the food thing, the payback thing. You you uh, yeah. pr- produced some food, cooked some food for actually, your in-laws. Uh, we didn't. We just bought. <laughs> you had <laughs> catering. <just> <laughs> Do you cook for your in-laws, Nicola? Uh, a little bit, but my mother-in-law always insists that she wants to cook for me. So even when I do prepare something, she she wants to be the one to feed me. So, yeah. Mm. So the first of your three weddings was here in Korea, correct? Uh, it was in Australia. It was in Australia. We were living in Australia. Oh, you said at the, the middle time. one was in Australia too, wasn't it? Or the middle one yes. was the traditional wedding. The last one was the traditional. Oh, okay. Mm. Yes. Where did the two families, two sets of in-laws, first uh, meet each other? Uh, everyone meeting everybody was just before the traditional Korean wedding. So some of my family members had met some of Hugh's family, but it was the just before the traditional Korean one that they actually met in Korea like that. Okay. Um, any surprises uh, at your your various weddings like Hugh? Uh, obviously, you've not participated in a uh, sort of Australian-style wedding before. Anything come as a, as a surprise to you? Uh, I went to so many weddings, yeah. like my friends' weddings and other weddings, but it was like more Western style. But when I did my own wedding, and it was actually quite different from what I expected because it was a whole day wedding, 
And then we did so many things in between. Like we did a speech and there was finger food. And it's like whole day. Okay. Time, guys, has caught up with us. And I'm just noticing we have to wrap up really quickly. This has been really fun talking to you. Thanks for coming in. We're going to do this again next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's Koreascape. This, That, and Amy is up next. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.